You're listening to Spin It, a spin on digital marketing. We are spinning the discussion about everything web, graphics, digital marketing, and much more. And we are here to help get your business's online presence back on track. Join the team as we spin it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spin It. Episode number five, I believe. We are hoping we are correct on that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm your host, Caleb Westall, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Mackenzie Swanky. How's it going, Mackenzie? Oh, it's going. It's a great day to be, great day to be at work and um, in the... Studio, yeah, that's what we'll call this room. This is our studio. It's Sound great, all fancy. It's a great day to not be the Bengals. <laughs> Oof, rough <laughs> day. Sorry, that's no, all right. Oh um, gosh, I'm not a Bengals fan anyway. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's Tuesday, February fifteenth, as we're recording this. So um, Happy Super Bowl belated, was Sunday. Belated uh, uh, Valentine's Day to everybody. Yes, it was Valentine's Day yesterday. Um. Yeah, so of course this past weekend was the Super Bowl, so there was millions of people watching that. It was a good game. I'm glad it was good, but the team I was Sucky here for ending. didn't win. Yeah, a little bit, but for, hey, well, for one team, I guess. For one team, yeah, <laughs> one team's happy, but um, yeah. So there was that. Things have been good around here. Um, the flooring's finished for the most part. We just have to finish a couple little. Detail things, but yeah, it looks good, y'all. You should come into the office and see it. Yeah, for those of you that listen, ten North Tenth Street, Fort Dodge, Mm -hmm. Spin Market, Um, and uh, yeah, we're super excited about just all the things happening around here. I know I've spent a lot of this week working with one of my clients, um, getting a lot of his stuff up and going off the ground. Made great progress this week, so that's exciting. Um, I know you've been working on lots of different projects. It feels like it. Yeah. But it also feels like I haven't done anything. <laughs> That's kind of where my brain's at today. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then I know um, we've got a couple of new clients recently. Last week we had a uh, video shoot at the Gro- the Growth Alliance here in Fort Dodge, recording interviews for promotional materials. So that's exciting. It was um, a lot of. It was very interesting to see, because that's stuff that we don't really. I mean, we have people that we know that can help us, but. We don't personally do it, and so it's yeah. it, it's interesting to see from an artist's side. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was pretty cool. And then uh, I'm trying to think, there was something else. A couple of weeks ago, we had a photo shoot over at uh, Sneakers, um, our Which very is- own Mackenzie. If you follow us on Instagram at Spin Market, then you'll have seen that Mackenzie was, um, shooting photos of food and alcohol and. Shoot and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, this is the second photo shoot we did for them, so that was kind of fun. I always like having a little change up in our daily schedule. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to get out of the office for an afternoon, but still be working. Like, yeah, and then you got to eat the food. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I, I, I actually didn't eat anything really. I just ate some fries because I was not very hungry in the moment. Yeah, it didn't help that it was like after dinner for a while so you're just like yeah, yeah okay. also when you have food allergies like me you got to be careful what you eat yeah so, um i was very picky 
Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, things are great. Um, it's kind of settling into a routine of the new year. Uh, of course, we're past all the holidays and all the construction around here. Just getting settled in, working on stuff for clients. It's exciting with all the new clients we've got. I know uh, Cheryl was telling me that we've got, we just finished, the other one we just finished was uh, Central Financial Group. We just finished up their website. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, and she also told me we might have some new clients coming in soon. So big things are happening. Yeah. We'll if we'll if you busy. are out there and you need graphic and web help, come well, see us. Yeah, we're pretty busy. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's exciting. That's though. a good thing. Though. I'd rather be <laughs> I'd rather be busy than yeah bored. Yes, so. I agree. But we're here doing this podcast for you. Yes, we took time out of our day to do it for you. <laughs> so thank us later. <laughs> you drop? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> not important. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, yeah. What are we talking about today? Today, our topic is logos. Dun, dun, dun. It kind of relates to last episode where we talked specifically about creating a brand. So now we're getting a little more deep into creating a brand. We're going to talk about your logo today. Um, elements of a logo, ways to make your logo better, um, how to decide on a logo, all that fun stuff. So yeah, and some of it might be a little bit repetitive from yet last week, but or last or two weeks. Two weeks ago. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's all in good. It, it it'll all tie together. Yes. And hopefully with the repetitive, a little bit of repetitive pred, repetitiveness. Wow. It's really hard to talk today. Hopefully with that, uh, it'll help us uh, kind of click in your brain. Yeah. Help us help you. Help me help you. Help yes. me help you. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, I know that when I have been in graphic design and web design school, which I'm currently my last semester, logos is always a huge topic of conversation because no offense to people who don't have good ones, but there are a lot of people who don't have good ones. Yes. And, and some of them that put a little bit too much. There's too much going on. <laughs> there's too much, or then there's others that there's too little. Yeah, and then there's the concept of your font. Um, I get it that some people like to do like the fun type of fonts. Like there was one. So for one of our projects, for you guys that don't know, um, we went around to any business pretty much, and we found a logo that we did not like. And our project as a class was to revamp it. Mm -hmm. redo it completely and so the one that i chose i will not say what it was i have it very vividly ingrained in yeah. my memory um the font did not make sense i couldn't read it honestly i if i hadn't looked up their business i wouldn't have known what their font said yeah <laughs> it just it was <laughs> i get it it was fun you know whatever but i couldn't read it and that's huge <laughs> you I, gotta make it legible <laughs> yeah last week we had the the things about um keep it concise uh clean it was like we had like three c's so this week is uh um i think we have the two r's keep it readable and recognizable <laughs> so we're just gonna I have just, all I these just thought of that on the fly <laughs> so um yeah recognizability and readability are two huge things with um logos and so you know just uh, fonts being a big one. I know our graph main graphic design teacher. Um, I don't know. We shouldn't say his name cause yeah, why not? Um, is, uh, <laughs> um, he loves talking about fonts, but he is so picky about fonts, oh, which yeah. is a good thing. I, 
like I said last week or last two weeks, I'm just going to say last week. You guys get it. Um, last time. Yeah, yeah. Last time. There's the better words. I, uh, yeah, I have been called a font snob because I'm very picky about my fonts. Very yeah. picky. And I'm like, it could be the smallest detail. And I'm like, yep, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like this font anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably, I wouldn't say I'm as picky as you, but I, um, if a font looks bad, I can tell like, yeah. And I'll change it. Like there's the other thing is there's like certain, it's weird. Like you would think, okay, all sans serif fonts are the same. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, there are some that they're, they're wider. There's some that are more narrow. There's some that are thicker lined. There's yeah. some that are thinner lined. And it's crazy. You're like, the could be the slightest difference. And it bothers me so yeah. much. I know that, um, I like to, sometimes I'll go through different fonts, uh, font websites to see if there's like ones that I can see. I have so many that I've saved that I'm like, Ooh, this could be really nice. Like I really like this one. And I have so many that I haven't used because <laughs> it's more of a, uh, I guess it's for like more of a specific type of, it's got to fit the product that you're yeah. using it for. But I really like it. And it's something I would like to use at some point. But your fonts are very, like, I love being picky about my fonts. And when I find the right one, oh, it just, it's it's really nice to have it all fit together perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I think about, especially if, with your logo, some of them, let's say you have, like, a little icon next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a little bit more daintier and, like, I don't know, maybe the lines are thinner. I don't want to do a bright, a big, bold font. At least in my head, like this is the way I think about it. I want something that kind of complements it, flows together that you can actually like piece together, that it makes sense that it's together. Yeah, well, you think about even like, I know this isn't a logo, for instance, but it's the same concept of like, okay, when somebody does a wedding bulletin or like the the thing that they hand out at the wedding, like it's always a scripty, elegant font. Yeah. Like, it's not some blocky text. And generally, you do, like, a serif font to match the little calligraphy or... Yeah. You know. Whereas, like, okay, the Apple computer, you would not do a scripty yeah. font. Like, it just, it doesn't fit together. Yeah, like, I think about, you know, if you're doing, like, a business for, like, a bakery. Let's say you're doing a logo for a bakery. There we go. You, you'd be a little bit more... I don't want to use the word feminine, but maybe a little bit more elegant type yeah. of font, maybe a lighter type of font. But if you're doing like a fence company, like I, when I think of a fence company, I think of like, you know, like the men yeah. dressed up in like, you know, like the big, yeah. <laughs> it's a big, like, uh, you know, like the yeah. fence posts. Yeah. They're not super thin, you know, I don't know yeah. how to explain it, but it's like that construction yeah. type of feel. And that's usually comes with a bolder font. Yeah, exactly. Like, and also the other one, like with the bakery is like, you think creative, you think, cause okay, you got like the elegant fonts, but then you've also got like your chalkboard SE font. Mm-hmm. Like that would fit a bakery way more than it would fit a fence company. Yeah. You know? And like, personally, I hate that font, but using that as a, for instance, like there are certain times when things like that yeah. font are better. Like a kid's daycare you would use the chalkboard SE. Yeah. Personally, I'm not a big fan of like the child like scratching font, I guess I call it. Like their their handwriting font that people seem to use with like daycares and like other like child events type stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's overused. Honestly, I'm just not a fan of it anymore. I understand the point. It's a child's thing, but I think you could find a little bit more of a fun, playful font without having to use that same 
font that everybody uses. Yeah, I agree. And I've I've used that font before. And you know what a font I don't use anymore? I don't use that font because yeah. honestly, I don't like it that much either. And like, I th- you can find so many other cool and cute fonts to use. Like we have the Children's Dental Center um, that I was working on. They were wanting a little toothbrush chart for their kids. Mm-hmm. So every time you brush your teeth, you just get a mark off, you know, or put a sticker on it. And there's a way you could find fonts for it. Like I was very picky about it, about finding fonts that were playful, but that still were readable, I guess. And yeah. then they kind of went with a the theme. And of course they're um, big into like the sea, the ocean, um, like a beach Mm-hmm. type of vibe in that whole children's dental center if you ever get a chance and you walk in that building it is absolutely amazing yeah i've Seriously, not been in there but i've seen pictures it is amazing they did a fantastic job it's very cool if i was a child i'd love to get my teeth cleaned there <laughs> honestly they do such a great job there but finding a font that's like that fits into that vibe is you can find one that's not that same child yeah. scratch is what i call it yeah <laughs> i i can definitely agree with that um you know i have seen logos where i'm like it's a good logo but man that font is terrible and it really destroyed people i don't think people understand the importance of picking the right font honestly yes like, when when a font's bad it ruins the logo oh it definitely even does. if it's a small part of the logo it ruins it it, it does it <laughs> i can't think of how many times i have like seen billboards or you know i've driven by businesses and i'm like that's a horrible logo like this is what i would do to fix it the font you guys need help (laughs) like yeah (laughs) i jokingly say that graphic design school kind of uh, ruined me for that because i can't look at something without critiquing it oh yeah i'm and a lot of it's the same way or the way it's put together the layout all this stuff I'm generally critiquing every little thing that's set in front of me. Yeah, I am the same way. I was sitting and watching set. I was watching a race on TV mm-hmm. on last Saturday or Sunday. And Fox Sports came out with this new design package for their their um, names and numbers. And like it's more cartoony looking mm-hmm. to make the guys look more like strong and stuff like this. And I'm looking at their font choice. I'm critiquing it, watching a sporting event. And I'm like, can I just not? Can I just sit here can and I enjoy Can I just it? enjoy it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, people, they underestimate it is like the importance of each element. Mm-hmm. And like you have kind of a great logo, but if you don't pick the font, because because the human brain, we're drawn to color and like um, we're drawn to words. Mm-hmm. Like when you see a word, you read the word every time. Yeah. So that is an important element of your logo is making sure that your font is a good choice yeah and i think that something that falls along with fonts is that how does your little like if you have an icon next to your font whatever how does it line up with it yeah um the scale of your font compared to your icon it needs to be it needs to look right uh yeah which one's the most important one probably Mm -hmm. the text (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so definitely working with the alignment on it, making sure that the icon can be big, but you got to make sure that your text is legible. But yeah, I would say mainly focus on the text. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, you know, the other element I was just saying is we're drawn to words and we're drawn to color. You know, yes. 
that's another thing that can easily ruin your logo. Yeah. Like, there are certain times when I'm just like, what were you thinking picking mm-hmm. that colored green? And yeah. it's like this nasty. Yes. Uh, it's like um, certain things, yes, but yeah. not that. So we had one business that was a, they were breeding like a specific type of puppy or whatever. And they were small, small little puppies. Like they weren't going to be big. They were going to be, you could fit them in your purse type of thing. And to me, like personally, the colors that I would choose for that compared to if I was going to sell like a German Shepherd or something like that, you'd probably go a little bit more feminine because who's going to be buying them? The smaller dogs generally tend to go towards more of the female side. Like right. females are more into like the smaller dogs. Not well, me. I'm a little bit of the opposite. Now, now, disclaimer with this. We're not saying you can't, but, you know, people. I think one thing is people get upset about it is like, oh, you're, you're attaching this to that. It's like, well... That's what we have to do. And it's kind of what have we as a society and mentally like attached to certain things. Like, yeah. And it's, it's nothing against anything, but mm-hmm. as a designer, you're supposed to design something that will draw your, draw your, that will catch the eye of your target audience. And I think that goes back to what we talked about last time with, um, doing your research on your company. Who's your competition? Um, mm-hmm. And who's, who's your, your clientele? Like yeah, competition and target audience are two big ones. Like who's looking at your website? Yeah. And if you're getting a lot of like females that kind of, you kind of got to tailor a little bit. Yeah. And, but like the company that we did this for, they went from like, I did like a, a soft, I think it was even like a soft blue. I mm-hmm. think what I did throughout the website. And he ended up wanting like a army green. I'm like, it really didn't make sense to me. And it yeah. didn't look as good as what it yeah. originally did. But again, for us, we can try to help <laughs> a client. It also, all in the end, we want them happy. And yeah. Ul- ultimately, we can have all the say we want, but we have to make our customers happy. So it's like, yeah. and this is something and for we try all to those guide. people out there. Yeah. We try to guide in the way of like, hey, this is going to look better um, we want to suggest to do this, but sometimes they still don't want that. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's your business type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, colors one, are definitely important. <laughs> I got an example of one is one time I was, well, when our, my, when my family moved to Iowa, our church has a Bible college and the Bible college logo. So the church logo is maroon and has like this wheat colored gold in the center mm-hmm. um the college logo was like not a pastel but it was like a light green and yellow and it yeah it did not go at all <laughs> the other thing was it didn't look collegian like um it, it didn't remind me of a uh college at all so a few years ago they redesigned all of our church logos and what they didn't redesign the style of it um, but they did the coloring and this, it's now a like, uh, Royal to Navy blue mm-hmm. with orange. And it actually looks really good. I actually really like it. Yeah. It looks very collegiate. That's another thing is like the colors weren't bad, but they didn't go with they what you, they yeah. were like when I see a college logo, 99% of the time it's got either like a blue or a red. Generally. Yeah. Like honestly. if you think through it, like, or black. Yeah. It's like yellow. Iowa's got 
black and gold, you know, um, Iowa State is like red and yellow. Like, yeah, it's bright colors. And yeah. then we had like this super light green and yellow and it just didn't go together. Well, these ones here, like dark navy blue, orange. I've seen dark navy blue and yellow with other ones. And it's like dark navy blue and white. It, it looks really good. So that's another one is just like... I was just thinking of that as an example. It's like yeah, your you have com- to know what you're trying to match. Mm-hmm. Your color combinations are super important. Uh, some things just don't go together, and please do not put them together. <laughs> yes, um, I've seen I've seen that before, and it's just like yeah, yeah. No. And another thing is is that um, with readability, uh, this pops in my head because I was just do- working with making sure. Um, websites were ADA compliant and going through making sure that people that have um, like visual impairments or hearing impairments or whatever it could be um, making our, the websites accessible to them too. Yeah. And some of that was if a font color, like if the color was too light on a white background or vice versa on a, you know, having to adjust the scale of that. So that way to make sure that for people that, it's interesting. I yeah. didn't realize that was a thing. And but. at first when I saw it, I was like, why are they making me do this? But then I was like, well, if it's too light, like if you did like a light yellow on white, yeah. it's going to be really hard to read. Well, that was know? one of the things with that other logo that they had before with the green and gold. It's like maybe in essence, maybe in concept, it's not that bad, but it uh, it's not good on white. You yeah. know, it's it's not doesn't stick out. Yeah. And, then, and on black, it just looked funky. That's kind of why I like um, here at Spin Market, we do style guides. So we send different for- versions of your website or your logo, not website, to you. So that way you can see different ways that you can use it. Because um, depending on, you know, the, what whatever you're putting it on. Yeah, we'll send it to you work. on black, white, gray. Yeah. A shirt, you know, all, all the different things. Just because readability, like, okay. You can have a fantastic logo, but if you can't read it, mm-hmm. it's not a fantastic logo. Yeah. And I think that's another thing to research is colors. Honestly, um, there's a lot of studies done on specific colors. I know mm-hmm. it sounds crazy to some people maybe, but it makes sense. Like there's certain colors that you associate with things like red, for instance, you kind of associate with like danger or the opposite, like the romance, love type of thing. Right. Um, but like that's another option, another thing to really consider is to what color is saying what to your customers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that is a huge thing. Um, and the other thing is like for us with the style guides thing is like we can send you different renditions in different colors. When you if you're like I don't know what color to do, well we'll send you it in different colors. The style guides is huge too because yeah. It'll help you see like, okay, this does not work. This does, does not. Like if you say, oh, I've got six colors that I like. Yeah. But I don't know which one's best. Yeah. And the other thing about that is, is that when we put colors together or like the style guide together, we specifically put exactly what the color code is for each color in your logo. So that way, if you're using it on another product and you need to know exactly what kind of yellow, for instance, we your logo is. We actually have it right there for you, which is extremely important. You don't want the wrong yellow. It's easily spottable. Maybe not be spottable like on your computer. In print, it is. Yeah, 100%. but and especially if it gets blown up. If it's 
a big giant banner, you're going to easily see the difference Mm -hmm. uh, between the two. Um, Another thing I could go on a rant for like three hours about this is to make sure that your logos come in a vector file. And what I mean by that is, so there's two different ways you can get an image. There's one that is pixelated. So you have your normal pictures can, as an example, are pixels. They're made out of pixels, little small dots that form the image. Mm-hmm. And then you have a vector image, which is converted. All Everything is assigned a path, a line and a dot that connect each other to form the image that you have. It is extremely important to have a vector image for the fact that if you want to blow it up, so if you make something, let's say the logo original size is three inches by three inches. If you try to blow that up and it's a pixel image, it is going to be so pixelated. You're not going to have the clarity that a vector image is because it's based off of the lines in the past and the points. It's going to just expand. It's just going to get bigger and the lines just stay the same. And it's going to be so much more clear and it's great. So there's different files that you can get. Yeah, you can save them as uh so like for us when we create a a, a vec, uh when we create a logo in Adobe Illustrator cuz we're a, Adobe nerds. Um <laughs> <laughs> if like in Photoshop it saves it as pixels. Um like a pixelated images, 300 ppi pixels per square inch. Yes. Um in Illustrator, it saves it um, as what she was saying. It saves it as the, the paths or whatever. But um, you save it. You can save it as an AI file, which is an Adobe Illustrator. That's your more like straight up yeah. editable file. When you're saving it for print, it's like there's EPS. There is. Um, so like, OK, if I needed something, if I want to take my logo and just turn it into an image, I would save it as a PNG. Yes, because a PNG is not going to have the background. Right which is also an extremely important thing. I have had, we have one client that I can think of, again, not going to name names, I get it, that their logo file was originally a JPEG. Mm -hmm. So it still had the background. And when you're trying to put it on something that is a different color than what the background is in the image, it is so difficult. So I had to spend so much time going through and deleting the background because their logo that they have, it's so intricate, so detailed. I had one that I did where when we got it, it was, we didn't have it as a vector image. Like they only, all they had was a pixeled image. Yeah. So I had to go and I had to recreate their logo, which it wasn't a super hard logo to recreate, but I still had to take the time to go in and recreate their logo. And that's why it's so important that if anybody does your logo, make sure that you can get it in different formats and make sure you can get it in that vector file. So that way, if something comes up, if you're going to give it to another business, uh, they can use that and they have so many options for whatever they're using it for. I get so frustrated. Like this is something that I'm very passionate about is making sure you're using a vector file. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so important. And your images, your logos are going to be so much sharper, so much cleaner. They're going to look so much nicer than if you got them just as a pixel image. Yeah, your quality will be a thousand times better doing it with an editable Illustrator file, like uh, the different formats they have versus a pixel image from through Mm -hmm. 
Photoshop. Yes. And that is another reason why we like to say, make sure you have it done professionally. Mm -hmm. Because professionals should know this. Yes. Definitely. I can't, can I, if I'm being honest, I cannot blame a business owner who created their own logo whenever they bring me a JPEG. Yeah. Like, how are they supposed to know that? But if you get a professional to do it, you're going to avoid all the heartache of having to fix it because they understand um, to do it as a file, as a vector image. Yes, it is so important. So important. Yeah. I, oh gosh, I have so many, I could talk about that for hours, but yeah. You guys uh, get the point. <laughs> yeah, it's so important. It's something like I, I'll give kudos to us. We do a style guide and we keep the AI file. We like we attach everything. So you have everything when you ask us to do a logo. Yeah, because we understand the heartache if you don't have it. Yeah, because we've been there, done that. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. I was just working on trying to consolidate all our logos and the amount of files that we have for just one logo, <laughs> like we had so many files. I want to say like over 20 of one specific logo because mm -hmm. there was different apps, aspects of the logo. Some of them that, you know, they had underlying like a second header type of text and stuff like that. But we kept the EPS file. We had a PNG. We had a JPEG of literally every An single SVG. part. Yes, all of those. Yeah. <laughs> but, for those of you that don't understand... All right, it's just the different file types, just all the different ones you want to have as an illustrator thing. Yeah. Um, and so, each one has its own purpose. Yes. So this is why, again, it is so important to have it professionally done and make sure it's done right. Yeah. And make sure, I want to give a shout out to our previous episode, episode four. Go back and watch it um, if you haven't, but or listen to it, I should say. But um, make sure your logo fits your business. You know, that is, make sure it fits your brand. Because we talked about last week, creating a brand is consistency, mm -hmm. cohesiveness, all of that, all sticking together. Yeah. If you do all of this stuff and then you go back and look at your brand and it's not the same, you failed. You yeah. know, like you want everything to work together. If you're, if you're a business out there and you're trying to grow, but then you've got these different things all pulling in different directions. It's like the same concept of working as a team, like. Mm -hmm. I, as humans like if we're on a team we're trying to we're playing tug of war but i'm pulling left and you're pulling right and you're pulling it backward it's gonna you're not gonna make as much ground as if everyone's pulling in the exact same direction when you're creating a brand if your banner doesn't work with your logo which doesn't work with your website it doesn't you're not gonna make the ground you will as if it's all pulling in the same direction very together yeah i mean like i think about with a style guide the reason why we give the colors so you have your colors of your brand. So you can match that in with your website. Tie in those colors too. Um, with your advertising, if you're posting on Instagram or whatever, add those colors in every single post. Even if it's like the image that you post, um, adding even if it's just adding literally a border around it with the colors, mm -hmm. that can help tie into who your business is. Like I think about, again, like last time what we talked about with Apple, I can drive by a billboard that's Apple's and instantly I don't even have to look at it really that hard. And I know it's Apple. Yeah. They've done a fantastic job with branding. And I think that that's a good example to follow is if somebody, if your client were to drive by 
something of yours, can they recognize it as you? Yeah, that is very big. Like very big. <laughs> it really is. Uh, and if it's not, what can you do to adjust that and make it better? Yeah. And the other thing is, okay, we've talked, we've been kind of stern about this whole thing today. If you don't have that, it's not the end of the world. Like, sure, it's going to take some work to get it, but there's people out there to help you. And just because you don't have all this and you maybe, maybe you are out there and you did the JPEG thing with the logo, like it's okay. We'll help you. Yeah. And you know? if you're willing to work with us, we can definitely help you get it figured out, get it fixed, get it adjusted. Yeah. Update it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially if it needs updated. If it needs work, we can help you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I we're willing to work with you. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a big thing with us is that we're willing to work with you in whatever situation it, you're in, whatever you need help with. We've seen some clients come in who are in some pretty rough spots. Oh, definitely. In the tech techie side of this kind of stuff and yes. now you look at them and they're extremely well off they're successful mm -hmm. because they were willing to get help and we were willing to help them yeah and i think that's something that um that's just a that's a life principle really is like mm -hmm. don't ever give up on somebody like we're never going to give up on our clients yeah. you know and uh and we get it it's that business is kind of like your baby like you're you want the best for it you want to take care of it uh-huh and so, yeah, I get it when people, when people can be a little bit picky about certain things. Yeah. Um, but like work with us and be willing to like, listen to, here's what we think is best for your business. Mm -hmm. Here's why this, you shouldn't do it this way. Here's why this would be better. You know, whatever it might be, be willing to work with us. We know it's your business. We know it's your baby. We are just trying to help you grow. Cause again, if you grow, we grow. Exactly. Like your success helps us and your success it reflects onto us too. Yes. So make sure you, um, we're pretty much going to wrap it up, I think, for this episode. So make sure um, that get a good logo. If you need help, come find us. Uh, Spin Market, Fort Dodge, <laughs> um, 10, uh, what is it? 10 North 10th Street. Yes. Uh, Fort Dodge. Um, follow us on social media at Spin Market FD. Yeah, fill out the form if you have any questions at spinmarket.com and market again in case you haven't figured this out already. Market with two Ks. Yes, market with two Ks. <laughs> yes. And we, I know we haven't really had any, but we are looking for sponsorship. So, yeah. um, also, I know we're potentially going to have here in the next few weeks, we might have a guest who is one of our clients. Um, so that might be exciting. Um, just stay tuned for that and you'll get to hear from somebody other than us about <laughs> why you should work with spin market, you know? Um, and we're here to help you follow us on social media. We have LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and, um, and then of course anything and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then check out our website, follow Mackenzie at McKen uh, Schwenke artistry on Instagram and myself at CJ nine design. And, Make sure you stay tuned. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks, everybody. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Spin It Podcast. Make sure you check out our brand new website at www.spinmarket.com. That's www.spinmarket.com. And follow us on social media at Spin Market to keep up to date with all that's happening.
If you'd like to sponsor an episode of the Spin It podcast, fill out the form on our website, www.spinmarket.com. And make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels so you never miss an episode. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Spin It.